Hi, welcome to this week's episode. This time we're going to be talking about public transportation. I've always loved public transportation and I've always wondered why there isn't more in the United States. So I'm excited to just finally be able to give my opinion on the whole subject matter. I'm Evan and I'm joined by Anna and Dan. So as I said, I don't know about you guys, but as a kid, I was definitely thinking, like I definitely had fantasies of like, you know, just me like totally thinking about like well why do we have roads and like why aren't there just like like you know six tracks and like everyone has like a, a personal little thing that just gets them where they need to go and it's like you know that like, sounds like a car let a me, personal let me thing say, that gets them like, where they need to go just like more automation to it all and more like you know like you go to the like neighborhood thing and then you'll take that to you know what I mean like who have you not thought I mean when like I this? was that I was fantasizing about Pokemon being oh my gosh. real again I think this but. word fantasy <laughs> fantasize is very strong I don't know I've just always wondered like why are there so many cars that just doesn't make sense because like traffic is such an obvious problem you know and we have yet to well, solve that <laughs> I almost feel like I'm kind of the opposite when I was younger honestly it's just not something I thought about um probably because I grew up in a suburban area so it's not really like I used public transportation that much I honestly didn't know how it worked and stuff like that just because I don't know they don't really have that much public transportation in the suburbs and you know we had a car so that's how we got around but since going to college in a city I definitely have more of appreciation for public transportation and now that I'm like older and and have a license and drive and stuff like that I mean I don't love driving if the public transportation system were better and could take you more places and stuff like that yeah I could totally be on board with ditching a car and just doing that forever you know I don't know but I mean, I wouldn't say I'm some like enthusiast or anything like Evan, but <laughs> I've definitely thought about it more and appreciated it more now, more so when I than when I was younger. Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat where since moving to the city for college, I've definitely have a bigger appreciation for it. I don't think I ever even took a train to like middle school, maybe. And I definitely didn't take a bus until probably college at this point. So like I just didn't have a ton of experience with public transportation unless our airplanes consider public transportation. Um probably not. Yeah, I okay. wouldn't say so. Then yeah, I don't have too much experience with that. Let you me know, just like, I guess hop they on are. the 737 to get to work in the morning. <laughs> I guess you know, they are public transportation like you know, like a car, you could take a car to get to California, but like I don't know. I wouldn't like call that, that public uh, uh, lane public transportation. On that same note, then are boats public transportation? Oh, well, I guess. <laughs> hold on. No, I guess you're right because a plane is like a private company and stuff. I guess, kind of. You know. I mean, isn't that also the train? Well, isn't and like stuff? Amtrak a yeah. private Do you company? think? Do you count Amtrak as public transportation? Yes. Well, because like, is it not public? You are paying. Like, I mean, I guess for all of these, you're paying. But as I say, because like. I in consider like public transportation city. more like local, not like okay. I'm gonna go cross country. Yeah, that's what I picture too, Anna. So 
we're not counting Amtrak, but like in Philadelphia, we would count SEPTA as public transportation. Uh, I, I mean, definitely, I would say SEPTA and like the regional rail and the subways and the trolleys. I would definitely consider that public transportation. But I don't know. But like I guess a train Amtrak, ride from like Philly to New York. The Amtrak really count could that. be because okay. a lot of people take the Amtrak to commute to work. I don't know. Like I don't know what the line is. I think the, I think the problem is is that we don't count it as public transportation now because it's like no one's using it like public transportation in in the United States. But like is that somewhere true though. I'm just saying like somewhere else where the train system is more robust. Maybe you are taking that every day to get from philly to washington dc you know but like here i don't know well, if... didn't joe biden take the amtrak from wilmington <laughs> to <laughs> dc every day i don't know you always see i don't know like commercials like joe took the the, the train every morning <laughs> so he could be home with his family in wilmington like i feel like those were always the commercials i've never heard that but I also do, never heard that. i i do want to change my stance and i do think amtrak is public transportation I'm not sure about planes, but <laughs> I do. So then, I do now think Amtrak is. So just yeah, to... I, I again, I think it depends on the context. Yeah. Like if you're going from, if you're going on some long trip that maybe you go on once a year or for a vacation, I wouldn't consider that public transportation. But, you but if you're are commuting still taking to work, public transportation, maybe it's not. If it, even yeah. if it's not daily it's still the boss, I, I don't know, you know what I, mean? I, I, I feel, would not mm-hmm. call I wouldn't consider that I'm taking public transportation I would just consider that like I'm taking the train <laughs> I, I don't oh. know I don't, I don't know I don't if know. this is pointing to a larger like I feel like we're kind of just going around in circles here. I mean, like we do with most of our, like we do with most of our episodes, should we develop a working definition? (laughs) I'm not sure. I don't know. No, I I can't have this. We need to move on. I can't have this conversation anymore. (laughs) Well, I do think the thing is that Anna was talking about how she didn't take, and Dan too, they didn't really take public transportation because it like wasn't available or anything. But like for me, even though it wasn't available, I definitely thought like, you know, why isn't there more of it? And I think what you guys are bringing up about there not being options is the problem with public transportation, right? Like that's, it's not the, I don't, quality of it. It's more like the options of it all, you know, like there's just not enough options. Well, I mean, obviously in a city, there's going to be more options than in a suburban town sure there's um, options to get around the city but like not anywhere else if that and I feel like you've also I've heard things about like Chicago being a really weird public transportation system where it's like all the lines will go like from the city center out in like a straight line kind of thing but there's nothing connecting how do I say that you know like it's a like a point and then it goes out instead I mean, of like right. a circle on isn't, the outside isn't that what our city is yeah and I think that's <laughs> it, like little things like that where it's like oh you have public transportation but even like in the city at least in the U.S. like it's not even that great you know I mean I'm not too familiar with these maps and like <laughs> Chicago system but I, I don't know I just think think like is public transportation I think it's tough to say like if it were if it were like 
my choice, I guess, you know, I would love to just be driven around. I would love to not have to deal with that because Mm -hmm. one, it, it runs on a schedule. So you kind of have to plan your activities around that schedule or you have to wait for it and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And, you know, you, if you're going out shopping or whatever, you have to carry all your stuff. Um, So there's definitely downsides of it I mean if it were affordable and practical and everything sure I love to have someone drive me around the city and not have to worry about that but you know that's not practical either so I guess public transportation is kind of the next best thing I was definitely doing some googling to figure out more about you know what our situation is and like why it is what it is and it definitely seems like it's just a matter of funding because it's like ticket prices don't really pay the costs and it's like if they raised it you know no one would take it kind of thing but it's like you know if other places are investing in it and it's working out and it's doing good and there's other places place, meaning other countries yeah 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 mm-hmm. like why I don't like what is holding us back you know like and I feel like me personally I would advocate for public transportation so I don't really know who's not advocating for public transportation like I mean I I think the problem when looking at the United States versus individual other countries is that we're a lot more divided in terms of like regions than other countries just because we have like states with like differing governments and things like that so I feel like on one hand it's kind of hard to make decisions that everyone will agree on especially if you're doing interstate public transportation but another problem with that is sure in urban areas it works but we also have a lot of suburban areas in america and unless you're having like hubs or even like rural areas yeah if unless you're having hubs every like half mile or so people aren't gonna want to do that they'd rather just have a car yeah i think that is one of the big issues because i think when you think of a country that is a good transport a good public transportation system I don't know. I kind of think of Japan. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but don't they have these like bullet trains and high-speed rails and this and that? Like, is that correct? Is that Japan or is that just the wrong information? Yeah, they are definitely. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Japan is so much smaller compared to the U.S. To try to emulate something like that over more like mileage or square footage, however you want to quantify it, I think would be a lot harder. And also I think there's just differences even like culturally Americans are very individualistic and kind of want to go where they want to go when they want to go and they don't want to have to like wait for schedules and stuff like that and I think it's just way more acceptable here for everyone to have a car so it's kind of like once you have that luxury who's really going to want to go back like someone who's had their own car and can go wherever they want I think it'd be hard to convince them I guess but at the same time like even in the suburbs when I was driving around traffic was terrible like who's still loving their car like I get like you know you want to go grocery shopping at some random time and it's convenient and maybe there's no traffic then but like for the normal nine to five commute like traffic is the absolute worst and what are you going to do not commute like uh that that's not an option 
not to call back to a previous episode, but in our city versus suburbs episode, I believe it was Evan who said that he would much rather have a car when getting groceries so then he didn't have to deal with walking them back and forth. Okay, like that. the cliff. Walk? Okay, that's walking You're gonna have to walk to your, your, You're going to have to walk to this hub, though, to get the public transportation. And unless but it's right I, where you live. I'm thinking if you took all the money people spent on cars and everything and put that into public transportation, I'm sure we could afford some hub in every neighborhood that yeah, you but walk the thing to. Is, like, individual people are paying for cars. They're not going to say, I'm going to take my car payment of like $300 a month and give it to the government to fund this public transport. Like, they're not going to mm-hmm. do that. Like, I'm not saying that I agree with that principle but i do agree with anna that america as a society would act like that and i, I think ha- i also, haven't run the numbers but i just he hasn't help. run the numbers to solve this <laughs> national he, he problem. has the numbers he just hasn't run them yet i'm just saying i can't imagine i can't imagine like the 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 amount your taxes went up being more than what your whatever you save on the car is gonna be more than what you pay well i also think there would never be a point where cars are totally eliminated so it would kind of be a situation where people are still paying for their cars and using them maybe they're saving less on gas and wear and tear on their car from less mileage but it kind of sounds like a situation where they're still paying a lot for a car and they're paying into this public transportation thing. Like, I don't know. I guess what I want to say is even in Europe, they still have, you know, highway infrastructure and they still have cars. And even then it's like, you have all these different countries, each with their own public transportation system. And it's like, I don't want to compare them to states, but you know what I mean? Like, clearly they can all make it work and connect. So like, I can't, like Dan was saying earlier about how he couldn't see states working together, but I could totally see like if someone gave you a figure of, oh, you'll get this much more tourism because of public transportation or you'll save, like, I'm sure it wouldn't be that hard to do. I think it is I'm just, just a matter- thinking though that if it was going to happen, it would have happened by now. And I think it's just not it a priority for this country. It's just not. Well, I've, I, when I was reading, it sounds like, you know, more- democratic people are in cities kind of thing like that and of course they would want public transportation where in more rural places it's more republican so you know it's like a kind of yeah, bipartisan I mean, thing i'm too, not disagreeing like. with you i just think like practically there's no way some of this stuff would ever happen and even the roads and the infrastructure for cars and stuff even that's not that great so it sounds like we just have a transportation so, yeah. problem so all like, over so if both are not great why are we investing in cars like wouldn't we choose because it's I not too think late there's right not I, I don't think they're gonna there's gonna be that much of a cultural shift where everyone really wants to devote time and energy and resources into public transportation i just don't think but like that's what people we're want still devoting resources to cars and roads and highways like uh, can't we just move the resources well, i think my question would be 
then the trends that we've seen with cars and automobiles has been going towards more energy efficient vehicles, whether it be like hybrids or fully electric, things like that. So in order to kind of match that, public transportation would have to kind of meet those same standards. And I think that would cost a lot more money than for an individual car. I see what you're saying about the climate aspect, but for the traffic aspect, I mean, there's still going to be the same amount of cars. I just, I, if not I think, more, as I think people. that you're weighing traffic as a bigger thing that people care about. I think no one likes traffic, but I, don't, I think people have just accepted that it's a part of the right. Day, I think people would rather sit in traffic then take public transportation I'd agree with even that. even if this were a situation where the public transportation system was well developed and fit mostly the things we're looking for in people's needs i just i don't think that americans would give up the comfort of being in your own car and stuff like that and being on their own schedule and i think you also have to think even if they were to expand where public transportation took you and stuff like that, I mean, even in the city, I mean, sure, the the trains and the subways are convenient, but I don't know that I'd say that it's a super pleasant experience. I mean, the subway, like, tunnels are can be sketchy, and it's <laughs> kind of, like, dirty sometimes i, I mean, will have had some you know bad what I mean? experiences <laughs> waiting for subways i will say that i have thought like oh evan why do you like public transportation you can't even like ride a bus without getting sick so how would that even work for you but like i think what's holding you guys back is that you're thinking public transportation like is what we have now but it could be better you know i think other countries have it a little better than this it's not so dingy and it takes you more places and it's not you know on a one hour time schedule it's like every five minutes where it's like you know if you think of the ideal I think that would be superior right and I also think no one's disagreeing with the yeah. stuff that you're talking about it's just this really is like a utopia type of situation which is I very agree. far yeah. from I the agree. reality <laughs> Don't you think we'll have to bite the bullet eventually and be like, you know what, this traffic, this highway thing, it's not. I just think that I just think that you think that people care a lot more than they do about this, like in comparison to other issues that I mean. Americans also bring up the green thing, but isn't it like, isn't taking a bus greener than taking twenty cars in itself? So like, isn't it already better? Yes, but not if all the cars are electric, which okay, is what and will happen electric probably in 20 cars years. still require energy, which is produced by coal plants or whatever they are in your city. Or so it's like I'm not worried about that. That's clearly not. He doesn't I, care about the environment. Is, he just cares whole, Evan is anti environment. This is a whole other topic that we're talking about, like climate and everything. But energy efficient cars are still super energy intensive to make, you know, and resource intensive. And they're still not green because they're still requiring energy from other sources, which is fossil fuels and stuff. So it's like, uh, I hate your energy. I like when Is electricity talk, a fossil fuel? I'm saying it comes, like, where are you getting the energy for your electric car? Some solar panel on your roof? No, you're getting it from the grid. And where does the grid get it? Like some power plant. Well, if in your you're city. if you're in a utopian society for your public transportation, why can't I'm we just, have solar panel farms everywhere? I'm just saying 
that that's not really a concern when right now in my eyes, they're pretty equal on the climate impact. If not, public transportation is already less than that. Okay, well, moving away from this envi- the environmental concerns, I think you also have to think about with the public transportation versus the car argument, as I think we're thinking about this from like an individual standpoint, like just me, myself, and I, but think about people like with families, people aren't going to want to bring like young kids and stuff like that on public transportation where they can get like lost and they have to kind of like <laughs> wrangle them. I, and I forget what them. country it is. I think it's Japan, but they're like children at the age of like five are are going themselves to school on public transportation and everything. So you're like, saying we need to change the way we I'm rear just our saying, children? I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying that that is clearly not a fear in other people's minds and it works out perfectly fine in other places. So I'm, I'm more thinking if I'm on public transportation, no, I don't want to be hearing this crying baby next to me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How many... How many crying I, babies have you heard? I mean, I feel like every time I'm on an airplane, there's always a baby who happens oh, to be Well, I think we established an me. airplane is not yes. <laughs> Good so That seems to get out of scope of this episode. So there'd be even more babies on public <laughs> transportation than, than the airplane. Well, I think if I were like president or someone in a power position, if I really wanted to fix the public transportation issue, one, I think I would invest the money to like improve the quality of this to make it like a nicer experience because again no one's going to want to use it if it's sketchy and unsafe and if it's like dingy and run down I think you know it would be more appealing to more people if it were just nicer and then I think after you do that is then when you would maybe look to expand it I think to go to more places I think Anna brings up a very good point of I've read stories about in like New York, I think the mayor opened up like a new train station and it's like, you know, big and grand and really pretty. And it's like, no one asked for this. You know, we wanted more trains and, you know, updated, like, you know, we didn't need a random pretty station. You know, it's like right now, even the funds aren't really being advocated properly. Like right now they're just being used for re-elections. You know what I mean? Like they're just oh, let me make a pretty station. I can say I did that. But the, like, I've read about the metro system in New York, and I guess it's, like, really outdated systems that are, like, they don't even know where, like, a train is. They just know when it left the station. And it's, like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's, it's a whole thing where it's, like, they have, they, it's just, like, old panels and everything. And it's, like, well, why are we investing in a station? We clearly need to do an overhaul of what we have. Like, this is a big issue. Like, even our like uh also i can't help but think like oh my gosh <laughs> i'm all over the place but i can't help but think like you know that we have roads can we not just slap some train tracks down on that do we you know just well that's a <laughs> trolley line there right we those exist in some places i just do you know what i mean like we don't yeah. need like, a like new have travel. cars and the trains <laughs> side by side on the highway. I, no, I'm just saying, get rid of the cars. We have a smooth surface already. Just plop the train tracks down on there, nail them in or whatever. Evan is there anti-environment you go. and you got, anti-car. You got, you got the 
you've and got also, the areas already. Okay, I don't know how accurate this is, but I saw a TikTok mm-hmm. video of this girl who I think read about this, and she was basically saying that in like maybe like the 1970s, 80s, or 90s, some somewhere around that time, Chrysler, the car company, like had this huge push for sure yeah everyone getting their own car because it was mm-hmm. like a good business thing for them so like they kind of single-handedly shifted the narrative from public mm-hmm. transportation sure. and the investments and the money and the resources to everyone get their own car kind of just because it was good for their business again yeah. I don't know the accuracy of that but no, absolutely I don't know about that specific example but like of course lobbying and like everything like that is a huge issue I'm sure I also remember like in Britain I think they had like uh, it was like 20 different rail companies but then they like unified it under one and like made it through the government I think and not a private corporation where like tube no 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 just like they're above ground I mean you know they're I don't maybe the tubes a part of that I don't know but like well we have like of course let's make it a private company, you know, like, of course, why would we have uh, something through the government? Let's just have a private company deal with all that, you know, where it's like, we need, I would think we would need more control and like, you know, more government funding and things like that. I think this speaks to bigger issues that don't just relate to public transportation, but the differences between capitalism versus government intervention. I'm just sharing. And I, I think that I agree with almost all of your points. I just don't know realistically at this time or even within the next 30 years if it's going to happen. Okay, well, have you heard that, I don't want to name countries, but I think it's China. <laughs> where I like, don't want to name countries, <laughs> but I think. <laughs> where they'll have like standstill traffic for like a day or a week and they'll literally just be in their cars stuck that seems exaggerated i am literally a week i'm literally not kidding where i remember this american life story and they were on the scene they were with a truck driver or whatever and his whole family (laughs) and they were in traffic with food supplies for like a good couple days I'm literally not kidding. Please fact check me. I swear. If you can can find this source, we'll 100% agree with you. Let's literally take a pause right now. Okay, well, also China's population is astronomical. I mean, Mm -hmm. so? (laughs) So, like, I'm just saying, like, how much longer can we deal with cars? Like, I just... I want to propose a question. And my question is... Would you still choose to take, well, actually, let me ask this. In like Japan and these countries with this developed public transportation, people are still paying to use it, right? Like you have to pay a fare. It's not just free, right? Yes. When I looked up the definition of public transportation after our initial discussion at the beginning, it said that the characteristics were that it ran on a schedule and that it had a typical fare or typically have fare. Wait, did Anna ask those specifically if like other countries had fares? I don't yeah. know all countries, but I'm a, well, I I'm just, assume, but I feel like, like I, I know like in it's Britain not they just do. free, right? Yeah. I mean, it I'm would still, you'd still be paying for it in your taxes though, yeah, if sure. it was yeah. quote unquote sure. free. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I wanted to ask, you know, would you still choose public transportation over a car if 
you had to pay like more than a couple dollars to use it like would you still do that like instead of maybe two dollars you had to pay like five dollars to use it or something like that that I feel like public transportation is so appealing because it's cheap and whatever Mm -hmm. but you know like I feel like if they really were to really reinvent the system here and do all this innovation like I feel like they would definitely have to up the fare well I think that's it's only going to get more expensive as we put it off right and or I do think... you value the the public transportation so much that you would pay higher fares well I don't think we would have to pay higher fares well the question <sighs> You're not answering the question. <laughs> it's not if you think this or that will happen. It's would you be willing to? If they raise the fares too much, no, I would not take it. I would not like to take it. But I, again. So you would then take a car instead? I would have to figure something out. Maybe that option is a car. Again, I feel like she's undermining the point, though, that I don't think he hasn't run the numbers. He has them, but he needs to run them. It was just a question. I understand. Simply a question. (laughs) Emma is getting heated this episode. I just want to chime in. I was Googling my article, and I can confirm that This American Life did an article what is this american life i've never heard of that they're like you know not news but you know more uh how do i say this like not the daily news like entertainment no it'll be like the the big news story like you know a whole piece kind of thing no i really don't it's an hour-long podcast and it'll go into like oh it's a podcast yeah but it's like you know it's not just about like is this that podcast like a while back when we had that yes yes <laughs> yes totally <laughs> yes absolutely anyway i May- can confirm what finish her statement then i, I was going to say that i can confirm that they did an article about how traffic jams that last more than a couple of days happen so often in china now that came out in uh, i don't know i'd have I'm looking. I don't see an obvious answer. What were you going to say, Dan? Well, I'm looking at an article that talks about all the traffic jams in China, and uh-huh. they say that it's due to China having um, consistent, I guess, um, re-kind of structuring, not restructuring, but like revamping, like, what's the word? Renovating their road systems. So it seems like there's just always construction. This article makes it seem, and that's why there are always traffic jams, because they never stop innovation. I don't think that sounds good either way, though. If innovation is going to continually lead to days long of traffic. Like, also, like I mentioned before, their population is way bigger than in the U.S. I feel like their Mm -hmm. population is more condensed and that's an important thing not just more you know what I mean but I don't know is the U.S. bigger than China in terms of Um, like like people are spread out more I I don't know what the size is I think it's more in terms of like square footage yeah we have more area but they have a lot more people per square right like Evan said it's more condensed but their population also is just bigger I don't know about China's 
but I feel like in the U.S., a lot of the land, like, isn't even livable, though. So it's like, sure, we have more land, but people aren't even living there, though. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. About, I, I don't have know about to run the, China, the numbers. Though. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, okay. I know I kind of asked this question with the increased fares, but I think a good kind of wrap up before we move into the little issues is I'm just like, even if the public transportation system were more similar to like Japan or your Europe's, I mean, would you still choose that over having an individual car, even if it were, you know, what we wanted? I feel like we keep saying, like, you know, it almost I, doesn't matter yes, I if answer your the question. systems are better if no one wants to use it. I can say that, I don't know about Japan, but I know in Europe, they still have cars and they still use those, but the public transportation is still used a lot more. So I think you can have both, best of both worlds, but right now we only have the one and I think that's limiting us. Just before we move on, I'm just like genuinely curious, how do <laughs> other countries do it though in like more suburban and rural areas? Like, is there literally just a hub in every neighborhood like you were saying? I think they just have more options. I don't know, I don't know all the logistics. I just know you know. Because like I, I completely agree that in a city it's great, but I'm just unclear how it would work when you move outside of such condensed populations. And then I'm also just confused because Evan was like, <laughs> "You could have both," but this whole time wasn't he saying, "Get rid of the cars"? Like, let's well, transition away from that, cars. That's just me saying I don't really care for cars and traffic and everything that's going on. So then your answer but would be, "You." I'm would just trying to appease you because I know everyone else. Still likes well, both. it was an opinion question. You can feel free to answer it with your honest opinion. <laughs> well, I think I've given enough of my opinion. But more of my opinion. Let's get to my little issue now. Well, Dan didn't answer the question. <laughs> I don't even remember what the question was. The question was basically like, yeah. if the public transportation system were better and more similar to like Europe's or Japan's, would you be more inclined to use it more so than a car or would you still kind of stick to no i like my my car if if i lived in a city yes if i didn't then no <sighs> quick answer i don't know if i'm pleased with the discussion that we had but i guess i'll take it and we'll move on to our little issue what now. more were you hoping for <laughs> i don't know he was trying to single handedly turn us to the other I side i think evan just really wanted to like get his ideas out and I like subject us I to have... listen to these fantasies of his i think Do we sometimes... fantasies? <laughs> i think sometimes i have very different ideas than you two and like visions of you know and just i feel like i just have different opinions i mean than you two i a think... lot I just want to disclose, though, real quick, that Evan is an avid train lover, and I'm not sure if that <laughs> has bias. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely it. way more passionate about this topic than Dan or I are. And I think even in previous discussions that we've had over other topics, I think you just kind of are more of a visionary than Dan and I are. I think me and Dan are a little bit more focused in like the practicality of ideas where you just get like carried away with the it idea practical though 
whatever. Every, everyone needs an optimist in their group. I don't think that's me at all. No, you're not an optim an optimist. You're a visionary. <laughs> that's a real word. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Okay, let's finally move on to our little issues. I'll go first. My little issue is that oftentimes the 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 how do I say this? The merging on highway, the highway entrances where they're merging onto the highway. Like when you're getting off an on-ramp. When you're getting off think, on No, an that's an exit when you're getting out as an You're exit. getting on an on-ramp. But not even. When you're taking, when you're finally neck and neck with the driver next to you and you're where, When you're in the acceleration lane. Yes, yes, sure. I think that lane is too small. Like, it's 90% of the time. You know what I mean? Like Too small meeting it doesn't go like, far enough like yeah like often it's just like you drive right into the lane and there's not even time to you know like speed up and merge over it's just like and that's just so dangerous to me it's like who approved this like like what no I get that you know what I'm talking about I get about. that because I've had to do a lot of highway driving recently which is very out of my comfort zone um and yeah, I agree. Like it is really usually not a whole lot of space. And especially if the traffic yeah. is heavy and like people don't really don't, don't get over or they don't or really don't leave stop. Space. Yeah. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. just hard because like and, and I don't unless, blame I don't blame the people, you know, driving on the highway that I'm trying to merge into. Like they're not gonna, you know, slow down or anything like that's not the point you know like I'm supposed to speed up but I don't have room to speed up Dan do you know what I'm talking about yeah I just like to point out that I looked it up and it is called an on-ramp so exiting an on-ramp is when you merge onto a freeway I understand what you're saying you're saying yes okay but that's uh, weird and let's not say that you're right because that's but just no doesn't sound right anyway back to your little issue though yeah I agree sometimes it's too small I feel like in my state it's usually good but I know driving in like well, Pennsylvania uh, it's a whole it's usually a lot smaller I'm not talking about these clover interchanges where no I know what I know exactly the, what you're talking about I'm just I'm saying just, yeah. yeah I know exactly I think that's a whole nother traffic issue and I think that there are regulations that are set by the state for those things at least on like the big federal highway or state highways yeah mm-hmm. sure I'm sure there are and I'm sure it's like oh at the time we built this there's zero traffic so we don't have to make it that big but like yeah because I'm sure you also have to like consider like how many miles per hour you're supposed to be going and like yeah and also people go way over the speed limit yeah, like, totally, totally. I on the one like highway that I am on for a while a while to go to work the speed limit is 55 and I'm I'm probably like a, a slow driver or whatever because I'm not trying to like zoom by and did the tailgating and this and that she doesn't want to go to work (laughs) no i just said i don't like engage in these risky behaviors but i also don't want to go to work um so like yeah i'm probably going 60 65 maybe 70 like if you caught me speeding like maybe 70 but like these people just go so fast Mm, and it's like the speed limit is 55 and how am I supposed to get up to 70 miles an hour Mm -hmm. on this tiny acceleration ramp and like someone said there's probably more traffic these days than when these roads were built so 
it's not like there's a whole lot of empty space to just let me take my time and get in there. I, I was like just I- in this situation literally two days ago. Like I was at the end of the acceleration ramp. I literally like, had to break and almost come to a stop because like I couldn't get on mm-hmm. and I was like panicked. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's just hard to tell sometimes too. Mm-hmm. And it's always and so guess- awkward, like looking over your shoulder too, having to like see if the cars are coming. And it's like, I've definitely had times where I've literally just stopped like and waited for a car. It's just such like a, a Hail Mary moment. I just think it's such, I don't have an alternative proposal as to what they would do, but it's just not, it's not a good system. Yeah. Well, just as like a note as like driving courtesy, if you're in the, if the on-ramp is on the right side and you're in the right lane, if there's no one in the left lane, sure. move to the left yeah. lane so that sure. car can come on the highway. I mean, even when you're driving and you know an entrance is coming, you should be thinking like, oh, should I slow down to make room for them or should I be speeding up to get ahead? Like, you should be Well, yeah, you know, that's what I think. I mean, I'm not going to, oh, let me get into a different lane just to like give these well, people room but i think I when i come up end, to an acceleration ramp or whatever i think like okay these people are merging let me be extra aware there i know they have to get over you know what i mean and sure. it also annoys me when people like don't put their blinker on when yes, they absolutely when they merge oh it's gosh. like yeah we know you're you have to come but like maybe you should signal when you're gonna do oh my it gosh. or something i was totally like we're running out of time i need to move on but anna brought this up and the, i'm it annoys me so much where we're driving and you turn on your blinker one second before you get over what's the point what is the point of that i don't need to wait for that i need a genuine question when you're merging do you legally have to put on a signal i don't know the legality of signals at all like when are signals ever like let's say i don't think it's like let's say you don't like let's say you don't cross that white line and you literally just go to the end where like the road merges on its own and you never cross the dotted white line i don't technically need to use your signal i I don't know i don't because i don't like if you don't have blinkers don't you have to stick your hand out the window and do signals like well, that? I, I don't so, know even that. people who have working blinkers in their car choose I'm just, not to use I'm just saying, them and they're certainly not giving the hand signals yeah, out the window i'm just saying for dan that i do <laughs> I think see. legally you probably do have to give signals in like every situation i don't know i could be totally wrong i'm just kind of assuming based off of it's like i'm just thinking like what i because i haven't really thought of this but i definitely signal when like i'm like leaving the white line early but i feel like when i just get naturally get to the end i don't signal i do i signal all the time i signal i I want them to know i'm coming so they don't (laughs) that's what you're supposed to do i think I do it because I'm scared. I'm scared of driving and I'm scared of cars and I'm scared of going fast. And if you're (laughs) in the right lane and you want to get in the left lane, put on your signal like at least five seconds in advance and I'll make room for you. There's no need to be aggressive. I'll let you in. You don't have to turn it on at the last second and cut me off. Like, aren't you? Don't they teach you in driving school to drive aggressively? I'm just saying that I don't think that's the way but that's just me i think we should move on i'm going to popcorn dan wow god we do this whole popcorn <laughs> system now well don't forget <laughs> it because i like it now yeah um yeah so my little issue again this is going to be me complaining for like three to five minutes but i hate driving with trucks and buses and just any large vehicle i don't know if this is all 
highways, like state highways, but I know at least the ones by me, like when you're going on to the highway, you have the option of being in like the cars only lane or like that's the one just with for I don't think that's highways a lot of time. I think that's more like like parkways and, like turnpikes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Either way though, like, I can you know what I'm talking about though. Yes, I, I know yeah. what you mean because like I I saw some of those when we went like on our little road trip, but like I haven't personally really been on turnpikes or whatever where there are separate mm. lanes and also that I think just it's the... ironic that this is a public transportation episode and so far everyone's little <laughs> issue has been about a car well it I'm just not shows how important they are no um, but it sounds contradictory hate... but... no it sounds like we well hate no I'm talking I'm talking about how I hate buses actually. it sounds like we hate <laughs> sure. the people operating the cars not the cars themselves well but anyway though like I feel like whenever I make that choice, like my parents are always like, oh yeah, I'm going to drive with the trucks and the buses because it's always less traffic. But I'm like, no, driving with trucks and buses is the worst. You can't see anything yeah. in front of you. Mm-hmm. If they go next to you, you can't see anything. Worst case is when you get like blocked in by a bunch of trucks and buses. I hate driving like that. I feel like, I don't know. It's just the I'll worst. And a lot of times they go slow. They kind of go yeah. slower. And I like, I don't know if this is true, but I just feel like accidents are more prone to happen in a truck oh, really? or a bus. I don't know if this is true or not. Just I was my personal say that, feeling was that trucks get into more accidents. I was going to say that I feel safe around a truck driver because I feel like a lot of times they're more aware and a more safe driver you know like I, they're like, not i think they're less out. likely to do they, some crazy maneuver because they're they like responsible for huge... what they're driving and they're on the line like, i think the problem though fired, is that right? they just have so many other factors they have to that i also have to worry about where it's like if they're merging or turning i have to leave them like so much more room than if it was like a car or just like things like that sure i, I always I feel like so claustrophobic when i like pass a long tractor trailer just like I just feel so confined mm-hmm. and I like honestly I, yeah. hate that. My I fear is a, my fear is like a truck merging into my lane while I'm there and I'm sure. not seeing mm-hmm. me. Yeah. I, I <laughs> you speed. get swept away. <laughs> <laughs> I speed past them whenever I pass one. It's like, nope, not and today. And I think, you know, you would think, okay, these people probably have commercial driver's licenses and are, you know, good drivers because they're driving a big vehicle and they're probably have cargo or something but honestly you know I feel like they're not always the best drivers and especially if that's their job to drive all the time they're they're probably so comfortable and used to it they probably kind of do what they want you know like they're not going to be as alert as someone who is like doesn't drive you know what I mean they're probably just so and I think when you are in a big vehicle like that even people who drive like SUVs and stuff I I do think they get a little like well, I'm in a big car and I'm like yeah. powerful and I can do what mm-hmm. I want type of thing. But yeah, that was my little complaint for the week. And to close us out, all popcorn to Anna. <laughs> well, my little issue actually is more of a public one than your little issues. And I'm still deciding which one I'm going to say because I have a few like in my mind. She's stalling. I think the one one I'm going to say is, like, I get annoyed when I'm, like, in... We'll say when I'm, like, on public transportation because that's kind of the theme of this episode. Sure. But it's, like, if I have headphones in, like, don't talk to me. Like, I'm not... Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, take my headphone out and be like, oh, what'd you say? Like, I don't know. I feel like it's just I mean, are you referring to strangers or, like, if you're on a train with friends? 
no like strangers or even just in public you know like people will try to talk to you when you have like headphones in and it's like first of all don't talk to me even if I didn't have headphones in I don't want to talk to you I don't know you I didn't sign up for this like small talk I mean you can call me antisocial or whatever but I'm not really interested in having this small talk with a stranger for like five seconds I don't need that exchange and then like if I have headphones in or something like don't even think about it because then I have to like pause whatever's playing or take out the headphone and then it's always like oh would you say and it's just too much effort isn't that like the general rule where it's like if you have headphones in don't no I've been in multiple situations where I have headphones in and people have like said stuff haven't you heard stories of people just like oh yeah I put my headphones in and don't play anything just so I don't have to talk to people. Well, in theory, you would think how that's wor- that would work. But some people just don't care or maybe they don't notice. I don't know. Some people are just very chatty. I'm just wondering, like, when have these instances occurred for you? Like, at yeah, work or point. something? Because, like, yeah. Maybe not so much, like, on public transportation. Because I feel like, honestly, then people just are minding their own business. But, yeah, like, at work, it's happened before where, like, like people will talk to me and it's not like oh hey I need help or like so it's not it's not even about the work it's like they just want to talk and it's like well I don't want to talk so don't subject me it to sounds that. like this transcends public transportation <laughs> I don't know I think I picked the wrong topic I had a feeling this was I not think, the right topic I think that we've had a set kind of pattern for our little issues and Anna broke it this episode I mean like she had me where it's like the other day I was you know at the grocery store and walking home and like you know someone loitering was like hey sir hey Sarah and I just kept walking you know what I mean (laughs) where it's like I have headphones and I can't hear you (laughs) like I get what she's saying but then she brought up work and then I don't know I didn't really know where I was going with this one (laughs) it like started as one thing and then it like morphed into another (laughs) but we'll just call it I had a lot of fun talking about public transportation today. As usual, I feel like my opinions didn't match up with Anna and Dan's, but hopefully the listeners agree with me. Anyway, next week we'll be talking about outer space. So please come back for that because I, as usual, have some hot takes on that where I'm not sure Anna and Dan are going to be so passionate. So we'll have to see. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to like and follow our podcast on whatever platform you're currently listening to it on. Check out our social media linked in the description and tune in next week for even more advice. TTYL from IFL. Bye.